NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This morning on the third hour of today, shark attack. An eight-foot tiger shark latching onto a surfer. He said, God, let this shark let go of my leg. How he finally breaks free and the quick actions saving his life. Plus, pop quiz. What's the hottest trend in nightlife? We're taking a closer look at the rise of bar trivia nights. And then later, and she made it, fashion mogul Rebecca Minkoff. And I just lied to her and I said, yes, I do bags. Yeah, Beautiful bags. Jill finding out how she went from that little white lie to one of the biggest names in bands. And country music superstar Trace Atkins live sharing a very special announcement. Today, Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Dylan here with Al and Chanel. Craig is still off this week. I want to thank you for joining us on a Wednesday morning. Well, Craig's not here, so I guess you have to do it. You have to do it. Hey! (laughs) And of course, as always, we have a jam-packed hour for you. We're going to start with a truly incredible survival story. Mm -hmm. A veteran surfer is lucky to be alive after being attacked and dragged underwater by a shark. This was off the coast of Hawaii. NBC's Gotti Schwark talked with him and found out how he made it out of the water. Hey, Gotti. Hey, good morning, guys. I can't decide if this shark attack story is more terrifying or more inspiring. It is definitely both. And that's all because of this guy, Mike Morita. He was a man who was dragged underwater by one of nature's most perfect, most fearsome predators. He never lost his cool. He punched, he grabbed, he leg locked his way out of those deadly jaws. And he lived to describe in detail exactly how you fight a shark. For a man who was just a whisper away from death, Mike Morita is in a pretty good mood. So with the pain medication, you know, and this nice soft uh, hospital bed, I'm at about a two or a three as far as pain. The 58-year-old surfer had been catching waves in Oahu this past Sunday when he felt what he first thought was a seal latching onto his leg. I just felt the pressure and the strength of it. The longtime surfer quickly realized he was face to face with an eight foot tiger shark. I started to pray to God and I said, God, let this shark let go of my leg. And I was going back and forth, back and forth with it. It didn't let go. So I guess God wanted me to fight. So fight is exactly what he did. I started punching it as hard as I could punching, but I felt my punches were so weak and slow. The shark dragged him underwater with one leg in his mouth, so Morita says he wrapped his other leg around the shark like a bear hug and squeezed. My hand went right to the gill, and as soon as I got to the gills, it released me. While he bled heavily from his leg, other nearby surfers rushed to help. I looked back, and I saw how bad my leg was. From my ankle to, like, almost, you know, halfway to my knee, there was no meat. It was only the bone. My brave friends... You know, they saved my life because they got the tourniquets on. Without that first aid, lifeguards say Marita probably wouldn't have survived. Very fortunate for this individual, too. The guys that he was surfing with, able to use that leash as a tourniquet, definitely saved his life. Marita says his deep faith is what kept him calm. At no point was I scared. At no point um, was I thinking that I was going to die. 
crediting his friends with saving his life. I cannot believe the courage my friends had because I'm getting attacked and they stay pounded towards me. They are my heroes. Incredible. At no point was he scared. Unfortunately, Morita has lost his right foot uh, after that attack. He is prepping for surgery right now. But if you think that is going to keep him from the water, you are wrong. He says he is at peace with what happened and he can't wait to get back into the ocean with his friends. It's just an inspiring, inspiring story. And how about that surfer that had the wherewithal to make a tourniquet Mm. out of a surf leash Mm. uh, from the surfboard? Incredible, right? It's amazing. Amazing. I feel like they're all just like one with the water and everything yeah. that's in the water and everything <laughs> Thank you, about Gotti. it. It's interesting you mentioned that because we've, uh, you know, Savannah, I've listened. There have been people who have come before who have had shark attacks or sure. they've been bitten. They all say they, they're getting back in the water yep. if mm-hmm. they haven't already. Yeah. Can't stop them. We yeah. That. All right. Well, now to California where folks are flocking to get a glimpse of a rare sight. They call it a super bloom. It's a spectacular Beautiful. explosion of wildfires. Experts flowers. say wild it's, a, it's an unpredictable wildflowers. Uh, experts say you don't want the wildfire. <laughs> yeah. Experts say it's an unpredictable phenomenon. Now, so you need several dry years followed by a really wet one like we mm. just had. Uh, and California's had record-breaking rain over the past several months. Uh, so the super blooms ha- happening all the way from northern California down to the desert. Folks are invited to take as many pictures as you like. They just request, uh, don't touch the flowers. Oh. They say, don't doom the Don't bloom. do what that picture just yeah. shows. Because well, you would want to just <laughs> take one and, you know. Well, they, first of all, they, they die almost immediately when you pluck them. Plus, mm. the other problem is, uh, is that the seeds that are out there, if you if you step on those flowers, it crushes the flowers, uh, and then the seeds don't don't hmm. germinate. So you mess it up for everybody. If exactly. You take they, one. they have designated certain areas oh, okay. that you people can go out mm-hmm. into because you want that picture of you like in the field right. of flowers. You said it's even more beautiful in person. In, oh, it's oh. unbelievable. I saw like the last time it happened. Well, we'll be in California next week. Oh, yeah. We can check it out ourselves. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, now from blooming flowers to a booming trend. It's called entertainment because we like to name things like that. More and more people are enjoying a night out with a side of fun activities like trivia night. And our Joe Fryer is here to tell us more. So, jar, like, bar trivia is is nothing new. I feel yeah. like Thursday nights was always bar trivia. But what's with this trend right it's, now? It really is on the rise. And it's good news for bars and restaurants that are really looking kind of for this boost right now. So it used to be be Happy hour was like the big time on a weeknight. Well, now happy hour comes to an end and suddenly dozens of people are showing up at a bar or restaurant eight o'clock at night for trivia night. And it is really a big deal, especially in the wake of the pandemic. So last night we went here. We went to Lexington Public on the Upper East Side. It's a bar that just opened last June. Then in the fall, they decided to add trivia night. Tuesday night is trivia night there. Business on Tuesday night is up 50%. Wow. I'm speaking with the co-owner who said, you know, it gives people this little extra oomph to go out if maybe they were on the fence. She likened it to a personal trainer motivating you to go out. I realize <laughs> personal trainers may not agree with that comparison. <laughs> as, as yeah. It doesn't quite it's get like, the same result. But it's not just a New York thing. I mean, nationwide, there's this company called King Trivia. They put mm-hmm. on these events for in 35 different states before the pandemic. They were doing maybe nearly 200 of them a mm-hmm. week. Now they're doing more than 300. So the growth is definitely. And are you big. playing like man to man or is it teams? It's or? mostly teams and that's really for people who do this the big draw. You've got competition, mm-hmm. you've got community and what we heard time and time again from people is also it develops this sort of routine yeah. like mm-hmm. hey I know on Tuesday night I'm going to go out mm-hmm. it's going to be this night that breaks up the week and I get yeah. to see my I friends. Night is always so and, fun. and the nights are actually getting bigger too. The New York City Trivia League actually puts on trivia this event league. we saw last night. There is a trivia Same. league and it's not just that you more places want to do the bar nights mm-hmm. but within uh-huh. those trivia nights they're seeing like instead of 
eight teams showing up, like 30 teams. Are really? Showing up. It's very funny. I, the, the, you knew it's in the, into the public domain because they just did an episode, I think last year, on Bob's Burgers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where, where the couple were, couples were cheating. They oh, were so competitive. Wow. Yeah. So in honor of Trivia Night and in honor of the fact that it is National Grilled Cheese Day, which oh, is why these grilled I cheese sandwiches have wondering. magically shown up. I have a oh. question for okay. you. It's also some in trivia. 2014, Serendipity 3 snagged the Guinness World Record for the world's most expensive sandwich with their grilled cheese. It's called the Quintessential Grilled Cheese Sandwich. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it cost? A, $214. Mm. B, $1,014. Or C, $1,014. $554. I'm going with B. I'm going, I'm going C. I'm going A. A, you got the right oh, answer right, right. there. We, we fooled you there. We went the cheaper one. 214 bucks. What makes it so expensive? Well, it is on two thick slices of French Pullman champagne bread made with huh. Dom Perignon champagne and 23 karat edible gold flakes hmm. made with thick sli- slices of rare cheese. I wonder what it tastes like. And that's what this is right, oh, yeah, right exactly. Just kidding. It this is, is not, the best cheese. It's, it's Velveeta. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yes. You can tell. Literally. Oh, yeah. Mm. It is. Very Joe, melting. thank you so much. Exactly Coming up next, tax trivia. We're going to break down the season by the numbers, including the average refund so far this year. Mm-hmm. Then a little bit later in She Made It, fashion designer Rebecca Minkoff talking about her rise, big breaks, and helping other women trying to reach their dreams as the third hour of today continues with the Grand wow. Fromage. <laughs> When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This morning in our series, By the Numbers, we are talking taxes. More than 90 million Americans have already filed, which means there are a lot of stragglers. So here to break down the numbers on the last-minute filing is NBC News business and data reporter Brian Chung. Brian, good morning to you. Morning. I feel like at this point, we can acknowledge that you have time, (laughs) but we should start using the word extension, shouldn't we? It's not a lot of time. It's only six days. Um, I filed mine. I don't know if you filed yours yet, Mm. but uh, okay. All right. Well, either way, you have until April 18th. You have six days to get that done. remember that's also the deadline to file an extension if you need more yeah. time than that but remember if you owe taxes you're gonna owe it by this date that is so true. you want to get moving on that okay. now a few other dates i want to show you as well october 16th is the extension deadline uh for those that do end up having extra time and you also have to remember there are seven states that have different federal deadlines oh so, i didn't know that yep so in california for example there's some disaster related emergencies okay. where they said you're going to have until maybe july or october to file those either way the tip here is just check your state and okay. federal due dates to make sure that you 
are on time do not miss those deadlines. All right. So let's talk about for the people who have finished their taxes. Yep. What do they need to know? Yeah. So for those that have finished their taxes, that's about 90 million. It seems of like a lot of people. There. I guess it, I underestimate how many people. It seems there. like a lot, but this yeah. is where we have some really interesting numbers. Okay. Again, so this is how many people have already filed, but we have uh, data from NBC News that shows 29% of people file last minute, which would cover essentially this period. Okay. So you didn't file. I get yet. it done, but so I, you, you know. didn't file yet. Yeah. Um, but actually, interestingly, to look at Gen Z, the younger folks that are filing this year, 10% of them, according to H&R Block, will wait until the last day. They're going to file it on April 18th, really going up against the wire. Okay. Uh, all right. That's their strategy. But we have to remember, the earlier you file, the earlier you're going to get your money back because okay. 21 days is on average how long it takes for the IRS to ultimately get Good. you your money. So want your money. Make sure you file early. All right. So, Brian, what, what changes are we looking at in, in taxes this year that may affect folks? Yes, yeah, so this is where I'm going to try to put on my, my accountant hat, although I'm not a CPA. <laughs> so right. we have to remember Just play that. one on TV. I'll, I'll try. I'll pretend to. <laughs> $20,500. That's how much you can put into your 401k contribution for this year. Now, this is important because it's going to reduce the amount of taxable income that you mm-hmm. have. And this goes up year after year. Next year, it's going to go up by even more. So make sure you're maximizing that if you have the ability to do so. Things that are not so good about this tax year, the child tax credit is going to be lower than it was last year. You're not going to be able to take as much out. It's $2,000 this year compared to over $3,000 last year. But the standard deduction did increase. It's going to be between $400 to $800, depending on whether or not you're filing single or as a uh, joint married couple. Great. So important to know. All right. Nobody really likes doing their taxes, Brian. But what <laughs> no. are some numbers, I guess, to make it not seem so bad. Yeah. So for those that are trying to actually file right now, if you're trying to, to you know tear off those perforated strips off the W-2s, mm-hmm. remember that if your income is below $73,000, you shouldn't be paying for tax filing software. You can file for free using the government's uh, own, own, own uh, product. It's, mm-hmm. You just go to irs.gov slash free file okay. to access that. You're going to save, if you e-file, 63 cents because you don't have to put the stamp onto an is envelope. Is stamp 63 cents right now? Well, you're going to have to put extra on there yeah. because okay. it's a big, oh, it's a it's a big bigger, document. Okay. So you're going to have to right. pay a little extra. But I have the you, forever stamps. It right there you number. go. You got it covered. <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good for the next decade. But you also won't have to wait because if you e-file, you'll be able to check the status mm-hmm. online. You don't have to worry about the snail mail getting lost. And all of this is going to take a lot of time. So make sure you block out enough time. The IRS nine takes hours. nine hours to file your taxes on average. Okay. Hopefully it takes a little bit faster for you. If it takes more, maybe just get a tax professional. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. lastly, $200 is how much you end up spending on taxes with all the software. Again, if your income is below this, though, make sure it's you try free. to file for free. You just have to get it done. Right. You just yeah. get it. I finished mine yesterday. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've got, I think, one more number. Do we have one more number here? Do we have one more? I think. Oh. I didn't think so. No. We? Well, no. either way, the one last number I have, $2,970. Oh, That's how know. much I do. Oh. Surprise. Yeah. This is how much uh, the average refund is according oh. to the IRS. Remember, this is essentially just an interest-free loan to the right. government. Yes. It's not about getting your money up. It's about getting your money back. back. Get out there and file those taxes. Oh, wait. Right. They just okay. told me there is one more number. One. You. Oh, oh isn't that nice? That's so tough. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Thank you, Brian. I got you. All right. Coming up, and she made it. She's known for her beautiful bags. But Rebecca Minkoff's rise all began with one T-shirt. That's how it starts. Find out how she turned that into her, a huge start and into a worldwide fashion brand. And then later, country star Trace Atkins is here live. Good morning to talk music, acting. And so he has cool. a special announcement. He is so cool. He's so petite. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. The best voice. We'll be right back. 
time now for She Made It. Lifestyle and Commerce contributor Jill Martin Brooks sat down with a woman who's one of the biggest names in the fashion mm-hmm. world. Good to see you, Jill. Good morning. I'm so excited about this one because I'm such a huge fan of hers and mm-hmm. have been for mm-hmm. years. And now I like her so much after <laughs> meeting her. So Rebecca Minkoff, you know the name, a force in the fashion industry. She's had to weather some storms while building her business. But if you ask me, this whole founder thing, she's got it in the bag. I'll never forget when I first saw my bag on a woman, I ran up to her and I was like, that's my bag. And she clutched it really hard. She goes, it's my bag. And I was like, no, 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 I know it's your bag, but like I made it and I'm proud. From handbags to shoes, home goods and more, Rebecca Minkoff has made it. But for the famous fashion designer, the runway to success was more like a long walk. I guess it started when you were a child, right? Your love for fashion. When I was eight, I wanted this beautiful dress and my mom said no, but I'll teach you how to sew. And as an eight-year-old, I didn't want to hear that. But once we got on the machine and I felt like I could create my own things out of my imagination, I was hooked. Rebecca went to a performing arts school where she spent her time in the costume department before moving to New York City at 18 years old to intern for a designer. In my spare time, I had a five-piece collection that I designed. One of those items was a t-shirt, an I Love New York shirt that I cut up and bedazzled, and I was wearing it. My sister-in-law wore one. An actress, Jen Elfman, wore it on Jay Leno after 9-11. It was not planned. And he said my name on national television. So she wears it, and that puts your name on the map. Ish. It was only until she came back to me four years later when she said, do you do bags? I'm going to be in a role in a movie where the character is wearing a bag the whole entire movie. And I just lied to her and I said, yes, I do bags. Yeah. Beautiful bags. So I went up to 28th Street and had one made. I had this design in my head and um, it got to set two hours late. So it made it to set? Nope. It did not make it in the movie at all. In 2005, Rebecca started wearing the purse and people took notice of what's now known as the iconic morning after bag. Was that meaningful in some way, the title of the bag? It was. If we all go back to 2005, Sex in the City was the rage. It was about the opportunity for romance or a fun night in Manhattan. Rebecca's namesake line grew over 500% through the 2008 recession by pivoting to make smaller bags at a lower price point. There were a lot of designers getting pigeonholed. Oh, she's just an accessories designer. And for whatever reason, you're not taking it seriously. So we felt like if we want to secure our hold on the consumer, we need to have these categories that tell the whole story of the brand so that when you look at an image, it's head to toe. And that's what we did. Since then, Rebecca expanded the brand to global recognition in a variety of retail categories, had four kids, started a podcast, and sold out her Fashion Week NFT collection in just eight minutes. In 2018, she created the Female Founder Collective, a network that offers women entrepreneurs connections, resources, and guidance. I came off probably a Women's History Month of speaking on lots of panels and circuits, and we would all come off stage saying, did any of this matter? Did someone make more money because we said something? Did someone ask for a raise? Did they get a promotion? And you can't measure that. And so I thought, what is the best way for me to impact women? It's make them more money. So it's education, it's community, it's workshops, immersive experiences where you're getting 90 minutes with a founder who has been through it. For people who like to shop and support, what is the best way in terms of finding those female businesses? Take that extra two minutes, research, 
the founder, are they a woman? Instead of going to, you know, the famous coffee store, walk one block further to the Don's Coffee down the street. And I always say that extra minute or two actually impacts a woman more than you know. And what advice would you have for other women who are looking to start a business? We are in an instant gratification age. You get everything on your phone immediately. And you better love what you want to do so much that when you can't pay your rent, when you can't eat a meal that you want to continue. And to know that a career worth having takes, I'm going to say tens of years, not five. Good advice. Mm-hmm. You know what? I One thing that we always leave out, and it's an intangible that's so important that she prides herself on with her staff, kindness. Mm. She was so kind. Her staff was so into it. And when you create an environment like that, yes. you want to work and do better. And so they keep creating and recreating. That. And we have some of the bags here. I love these bags. Including, yeah, the morning after bags and all the iterations that she's but had. But practical bags, too, that have, you know, some flair to them. Yeah. And crossbody, so your hands free. They have organization. She knows. I mean, she has four kids. Yes. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I and, love Yeah. So super into that. And um, just that she's giving back is just, you know, the entire full story. I have to be honest. Yeah, I love. Sorry, I just love this segment because you know we've seen Rebecca Minkoff bags, but I didn't know her story. Mm-hmm. It I makes me want to shop more yes. with her yeah. after hearing her story. Yeah, yeah she's sorry. awesome. No, that's okay. okay. What were you going to say? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> They're telling me to wrap. Thank you, Jill. <laughs> All right, coming up, country superstar Trace Adkins is taking a break from his tour to make a very special announcement right here on the third hour. We'll get to that when we come right back. <laughs> This morning, we are catching up with a multi-platinum country singer and actor whose career spans more than 25 years. Trace Atkins is a three-time Academy of Country Music Award winner, selling more than 11 million albums. His most recent work, 2021's The Way I Want to Go, featuring collaborations with Luke Bryan, Pitbull, and the great Melissa Etheridge. Trace is currently on his Somewhere in America tour, and he's making a pit stop right here in Studio 1A for a very special announcement. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we're, we're calling it a tour, right? I mean, you're technically on tour. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to make a little pit stop um, for a free concert, right? Can you tell us about this big announcement? Yeah, we're going to make a stop in uh, Mayfield, Kentucky on May 20th. Um, we're going to do a free show there at the high school football stadium. Mm. Uh, we've partnered up with my friends at Coyote Tractors, and they're sponsoring all of it. And we just want to stop in Mayfield and and do a show and just mm-hmm. give those people a pat on the back mm-hmm. yeah. for, for what they've done. For people who forget, why, why Mayfield? Uh, because December 10th, 2021, an incredibly strong tornado mm-hmm. came through the middle of downtown and just destroyed uh, you know all of those historic buildings downtown most of those buildings were over 100 years old mm. i mean it was just tragic and you know i think 24 people that tornado i think actually killed over 80 people but right there in mayfield it was 24 people that got killed when that tornado came through it was just a, it was a tragedy and um we were looking for a place to to do a video for this song on our new album called somewhere in america and it, the song just talks about, you know, somewhere in America, there are still people that have that 
an indomitable spirit and they yeah, just you know resilience. yes that resiliency yeah. and and we could think of no place better uh you know that exemplified that than mayfield kentucky yeah, and so now i've spoken with the mayor onan and uh, she's been wonderful to work with and so we're going to go to mayfield and give them a pat on the back and, yeah. and the thing about that song it, you know it talks about kindness and talks about what we do in america when when uh, other citizens are hurting and, and how we come together. How do people find out more about the concert? Uh, go to traceagnes.com slash Mayfield and everything you want to know will be right yeah, there. And once good. again, I'd like to say thanks to my friends at Coyote Tractors for stepping up to the plate and um, making, this making this happen. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. And, and the people that I've spoke to from Mayfield have just all been just beautiful mm-hmm. people. So the cat's out of the bag. They, yeah. They're in on the secret. Well, they, they knew. <laughs> they tried to keep it a secret, yeah. but I think they told some people but anyway there are so many towns across the country now that that we could have chosen and we feel sorry for all of those people but you know we 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 had to pick one so we went to mayfield Mm -hmm. i love that i love that and and then also what i find interesting you know we you know we've seen you sing obviously we know about that but we've also seen you active Mm -hmm. uh you know when you were with uh matthew mcconaughey and uh, the lincoln lawyer oh yeah Uh, years ago any chance of maybe getting back together Mm. Maybe a, a seat. I don't know, you know, if he wanted me to reprieve that, come back and do that again, <laughs> I, you know, certainly. But, you know, I the first when I first met him, he, he was like, you mispronounced my name in that song. I, I, did a, <laughs> I did a song called Hold My Beer, and, and I said Matthew McConaughey because it rhymed with <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And I said, well, that's it. It rhymed. It didn't rhyme the other way. Anyway. <laughs> that's funny. You had to make it work. Uh, we had someone on the show, um, I guess that was last yeah. week, the coach of LSU, Kim Mulkey. Yeah. Turns out you guys have some history. You're actually one of the 700 plus people that texted her <laughs> when she her. won, right? Yeah. Just, and she said, thanks for the text, you know, but. Uh, we love her. What'd you text her? I just said, congrats on being the GOAT. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, everywhere she's been, she's been successful, incredibly mm-hmm. successful. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, to college together, right? We, and we, our freshman year, I was wow. playing football. She was playing basketball at Louisiana Tech. And I would see her, you know, because we ate together on the training table. Wow. All the athletes mm-hmm. ate on the training table. And I had a crush on her. But I, I, don't <laughs> think I, I don't think I ever spoke to her other than to say hello. I really? never had so a conversation funny. with her. But years later, I said something about her on stage one night and said I had a crush on her and I did uh, an old Larry Graham song uh, <laughs> One in a Million and I said every time I would walk in the student union building this song would be playing because wow. at that time it was a big hit mm-hmm. and I said every time I hear this song I'd think about Kim and then she heard that and so oh, all the so, rest is history with that Wait, that's a good story <laughs> that's a good connection and so we've been friends now for years yeah. she's great and uh, you know I was just well you're both superstars now so oh well I'm, I'm not in her category <laughs> well, Trace, thanks so much. I love for that. Being thank here. you, Trace. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for helping us, you know, say something about Mayfield. Oh, absolutely. Anything we can do. Absolutely. Thank it's going to be so a much. beautiful, beautiful thing. All right. Well, when we come back, we're talking stress and Wellness Wednesday and the three C's to help all of us manage that stress. We'll reveal what they are. And then later in Today Food, we are putting a flavorful twist on tacos. Can I tell you guys a secret? This woman doesn't know this. I'm like obsessed with her. I saw her on Instagram. You're going to meet her. She doesn't know that I soccer on Instagram, but I do. Oh, but she's actually yeah. taken out a restriction. Maybe she can't it. hear yes. me. Can you hear me? Hopefully you can't. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> well, it got awkward. <laughs> I love 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. is National Stress Awareness Month. So in this morning's Wellness Wednesday, we're taking a look at how stress affects all of us and sharing ways to manage it. So joining us this morning is psychiatrist Samantha Boardman. Dr. Boardman, good morning to you. Good morning. morning. This is a topic, I mean, are you kidding? (laughs) Who doesn't have stress? Uh, So before we get into that and coping with it, let's talk about the different types of stress. A lot of people view it negatively. I have heard that there are positive kinds of stress. I'm sure there are. (laughs) It just seems. You've heard it. Yeah. Just being alive and being human things are stressful, and it's actually perfectly normal and natural to feel stressed at times. And there is such a thing as good stress, and actually, we're at our best, we're most productive, and we are able to focus when we're stressed out. And there's even evidence that shows that, you know, when a little bit of stress can even inoculate us against future depression and mental illness. Really? because... We learn how to be cognitively flexible. Hmm. We develop new resources. We adapt to the situation. So next time we encounter a stressor, mm-hmm. we got this. Hmm. So what would we do? What are some of the coping mechanisms you would use to maybe turn this to a good thing? Absolutely. So one thing you can do is be as precise as you can about your language. So instead of just saying, oh, I'm stressed, mm-hmm. you have this big cloud hovering over you and you feel overwhelmed by it. Try to pinpoint exactly how you're feeling. Mm. Label it. Even break out a thesaurus if you need to. And parents do this with your kids. It can be kind of a fun vocabulary lesson. Are you exasperated? Are you frustrated? Mm. Are you disappointed? Be sort of as narrow as you can and pinpoint it because this gives you sort of the wherewithal to take action around it. And the other thing you can do is, and it sounds sort of paradoxical, is if you want to feel more centered, decenter yourself. What does that mean? So take a step back between, like, between you and how you're feeling and your thoughts about that. And imagine if I were a fly on the wall, oh. how would I think about this? Mm-hmm. Or if you think about your future self, like fast forward three months from now, how would I describe this? Mm-hmm. And another thing you can do is, what would I tell a friend yeah. in exactly the same situation? And this gives us some perspective. It's almost like, you know, you're, there's a rainstorm and you're turning on the windshield washers. And it mm-hmm. gives you the, just the ability to sort of peek out and have some clarity. Right. It kind of removes you from the situation exactly. a little bit. Um, you mentioned the three C's to kind of help cope with everything. Walk us through those. Well, so how you respond to stress is so important. And so how can you be deliberate about it? And the three C's are how are you connecting, how are you challenging yourself, and how are you contributing? 
So when we are stressed out, we tend to sort of fold in on ourselves, we isolate, we pull back. So how are you connecting with others? Probably, you know, one of the best ways we can manage stress is the support of others around us. How are you connecting with your body? How are you connecting with your breath? When we're stressed out, we actually forget to breathe. Mm. How are you connecting with nature? And the second C is how are you challenging yourself? And as sort of paradoxical as this sounds, it's, you know, when you're stressed out, how can you, instead of you know, pulling away and doing something mind-numbing, can you do something that makes you feel effective and strong? I like or that. a hobby, mm-hmm. like an interest you have, learning something new, and this is a really good stress buffer. Wow. And the third thing is how are you contributing? And really the best antidote we have for stress is doing something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean something huge, just small acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, can you, you know, hold the door for somebody, grab your colleague a coffee, smile, check on your neighbor. Just these little acts mm-hmm. of kindness are tremendous stress. Buffers. I love that. You know what I've been doing is if I'm having a bad day or if I'm feeling crappy, I'll call someone else oh, and I'll say, yeah, how are you doing? And I don't say anything about myself mm-hmm. and I just try to listen. And then by the time I'm off the phone, I just, I don't know, I feel better. So you, on that note, you have another tactic for handling stress. You call it the bad day backup plan. Well, I think we all need a bad day backup plan because we, we sort of freeze when we're stressed out. Mm. You know, you're in flight or fight mode. And so we forget literally what makes us feel good. And we end up doing the very opposite of that. You know, we cancel our plans with friends. Mm-hmm. We, you know, binge watch TV. We stay up late. We eat what's unhealthy. And we engage in sort of emotional junk food. Yep. <laughs> so think of three things. Like, what are three things that you can do? And it might be calling your friend. Or maybe it's like, for me, what I do is I go for a walk in the park. Or I leave my phone. Like, I don't check So you know media. if you're not feeling good, okay. Let me go to my backup plan. I know this will kind of get me out of the rut. It's in your back pocket. And so it's almost like a go-to thing that you do that's personal to you. Mm. What about if the stress is becoming overwhelming? At what point... Doctor, do you need to maybe find some professional help? Absolutely. I mean, so when we're in flight or fight mode constantly, when you're constantly in that sort of elevated level of stress Mm -hmm. and it's overwhelming and you feel like, you know, ask yourself, is it interfering with my sleep, with my concentration, with my family, with my friends, with my work? Sometimes we are the last to know. Mm. So have regular check-ins with your family, your friends, just to say, like, how am I doing here? Because sometimes they're the best to tell us. Like, you feel like you're a little bit on edge Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe check engine light on that battery, and it's time to talk to someone. That's okay. so good. Good advice. Really I'm, useful tips. I know. So Dr. Much. Borman, thank you so much. And for more tips on how to use stress to your advantage, go to today.com. All right, coming up next, we are going to take the stress out of dinner, at least for tonight. We've got tacos with a tasty spin. We'll be right back. If tacos can totally fall apart and still be amazing... So can you, bestie. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. Words to live by. <laughs> this morning in Today Food, we are getting a delicious meal with a side of inspiration and humor. Plant-based cook and content creator Roddy Devlukia Shetty is here, and we are making tacos. Roddy, good morning. Good morning. Having me. I did my love fest during the commercial break so that I could I be normal yeah. during the segment. Yeah, so, so we're going to be normal now. Time, so she- I really admire you. Thank Whenever you. I'm having a crappy day, you talk about health and wellness. Really you're so, yeah. I know. I use it twice today, and I'm using it crappy. But you're just, you're such a light, and it just jumps off of your social media. I really appreciate that. And that I didn't so realize, much. I knew you were cooking, but I didn't realize that was how you started. Yeah, that's how I started everything. So let's get started on yeah. yeah. We're so, using cauliflower in tacos. And we are. Cauliflower can be difficult to cut. How would you? It can. So we're going to start off. Honestly, I usually just throw it, throw it back, and 
Cut off all the green part. Okay. I'm going to chop that Boom, off. Boom, it's gone. It gets a bit messy, but does, what, cooking is never floor. clean, okay? If, you, if it's clean, you're not doing it right. Um, <laughs> I usually just chop it off off the stalk, uh -huh. and that's it. Chop up okay. into small florets. You can also buy them as florets as but well, it, like this. But this is cheaper. Yes, yes, this is much cheaper. Much cheaper. Uh, okay, and you have a lot of seasonings We are, here. so we're going to actually marinate it with different spices um, and also chickpea flour. It's a good egg substitute. So really? I, yeah, it's a great egg substitute. It okay. keeps it really That's thick. chickpea flour. This is chickpea flour. Okay. So I've got vegan yogurt in here, but you can use any kind of yogurt that you have at home. Throw in your chickpea flour. Mm -hmm. We've also got some tomato paste. And what's your goal? Because there are a lot of us, I'm not a vegan, but I'm trying to eat healthier and I'll see that you're doing it. So I'm like, okay, let me try it. <laughs> are you trying to help us kind of step into something a little healthier or what's I, your thought? My honest, my honest like desire is to help people figure out how to use spices to make plant-based food taste great. Because mm. a lot of the time, the issue is we don't, use enough flavor in right, food. Right. And so when you use spices, everything can be so delicious. Okay. Um, we've got garam masala, we've got smoked paprika, and we've got turmeric. So we're I think the other thing that's important that is to let people know what it is. Like they always say, oh, it's such and such that it tastes like. No, it's right. cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. It and it's strong. good. Exactly. And yeah. In this recipe with this marinade, you can also use tofu, you can use jackfruit. I use mm. this marinade for so much. Uh, we've also got some oil that's going in here. What kind of oil? Um, well, I use avocado oil when I'm cooking, but you can use olive oil or okay. sunflower oil yeah. too. So we're going to mix it up, throw in some milk. I'm so curious to taste this. I yeah. Wait. I'm excited for you guys What kind of milk do you it. use to um, keep it vegan? I use almond milk. Okay. Um, I find, I, I prefer that, but you can use oat milk as well. It's a little bit thicker. Okay. So you're going to mix that up. Right. And then we're going to take these kind of Just like marinate that up. We're going to marinate up. So I How use, long are you going to keep that in there? I honestly don't keep it in for long. The spices are quite um, vibrant. And so mm -hmm. I usually just mix it up in that. You take it. I usually use my hands. Love hand <laughs> cooking, but I not going to do it right what now. What is that? And just breadcrumbs? Um, breadcrumb it up. And then you're going to put it onto your oiled tray. Okay. And that. then while this goes in the oven, we're making a slaw. Now, fennel is a great spring vegetable. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't seen one before, it looks like this. Right. Do you do anything with the tops? I do. You okay. can cut them off and you can use them in your soups. You can use them in your stock. You can freeze them and keep them for later. Mm -hmm. But this is also great for garnish and it tastes amazing. Okay. Um, but we're going to just slice this up. So I usually just chop off the bottom. Do you, how often are you cooking now? People should know you're married to Jay Shetty. You guys are like a, a power couple, rock star couple. Are you guys we cooking? We should say Jay Shetty's married to you. Yeah, oh, there yeah, you go. Know, right? There you go. You guys are together. Beautiful couple. Do you have time to cook together? I do. Well, do you I, guys, you know what I mean? Because you guys are both so busy. He's not a cook. And I prefer he stays out of the kitchen, if I'm completely honest. Um, I usually try and do a lot of meal prep in the morning. So I'll usually do a lot of my chopping and everything in the morning. Okay. Oh. So then I can have it all ready for, for the evening. Plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to chop up shredded it up if you've got a shredder or a mandolin okay. and then we've got our slaw i've got cabbage carrots mm. and uh the delicious fennel in here and is there a dressing for there that? is a dressing so mm. what we've got here is it's an apple cider vinegar mm. mustard agave go and you can pour it all in you've got your olive oil mustard agave and apple cider vinegar it's zesty okay. it's really refreshing salt pepper perfect mix it all up and then we're going to throw that into this. The yummy dressing. Like. I can put that on. You can put that so on. That goes on that. That goes on this, yes. And then what's in this one? Mm -hmm. I feel like the sauces bring this all Honestly, to life. Honestly, everything is about sauces and spices yes. for me. I love that. So Good. this is a yogurt and mint sauce. So we've got yogurt and then there's a zesty mint. We're going to drizzle that on top. Okay. I've, you know That's what? yummy. You, you are a pro in the kitchen. Well. Al is definitely <laughs> oh a pro. Oh, my goodness. I and Dylan. This. They both I should, are. I should just leave, really. And then you're putting this on, this? on some naan? Yeah. So we're putting it. You can use a wrap. You can use lettuce wraps as well. Mm -hmm. But I traditionally use 
Maggie's on and on. Go on. So good. Ooh. This is fantastic. Take a you know what? It tastes fresh and yummy. Right. Oh, my God. Isn't that good? Yay. Um, so, Yum. yeah, then you're just mm. going to throw it on here and drizzle this on top, and that's your... Oh. Tikka fantastic. Mission accomplished. Wadi, <laughs> thank There's you so, so much. There's just so many flavors, so and they all come together so nicely. Yes. For really these recipes right. and more, you can check out today.com slash food. Third Yummy. hour today, I'll be right back. So good. <laughs> Tomorrow on the third hour, the Breakfast Club star Ali Sheedy on her new series. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, they are catching up with Katie Holmes. Hey, have a great day, everybody, and we hope we'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a good Take day. Take care. Bye-bye. Kisses. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free.